Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning everybody and welcome to St Thomas's for Morning Prayer this morning, Monday the 16th of August. Uh, time's flying by, isn't it? This month is just disappearing. We'll just wait a moment as people sign in before we begin our morning prayer. So as I say, lovely to see you this morning. Uh, great to be able to gather together and to share this time of fellowship and worship. Um, I do apologise this morning, I don't have access to all of the comments that are coming through. Uh, but please uh, do keep posting them uh, for, for everybody who's with us to share. And also when we come to the prayers, if you have any prayer requests that you're happy to put into the comments, please do so people can pray them with you. Um, I'm afraid I won't be able to see them this morning, but I know that everybody who's with us will be sharing those prayers. So the Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us, so let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. This morning's psalm is Psalm 80. And I don't know about you, but uh, each week when, when I come to look at the psalms, there's something there that strikes a chord with me that, that's appropriate for now, for where we are um, with COVID. Uh, this morning's psalm is no different. It's a prayer for restoration, um, actually following some disaster, possibly uh, from the time when the Assyrians captured the Northern Kingdom early on, in about 700 BC. But it's a prayer for restoration and uh, the refrain that comes through the course of the psalm just struck me um, as really appropriate. Hear us, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin and Manasseh. Awaken your might, come, and save us. Restore us, O God. Make your face shine upon us that we may be saved. O Lord God Almighty, how long will your anger smoulder against the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have made them drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us a source of contention to our neighbours, and our enemies mock us. Restore us, O God Almighty, 
make your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it and took it, sorry, and it took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its boughs to the sea, it shoots as far as the river. Why have you broken down its walls so that all who pass by pick its grapes? Boars from the forest ravage it, and the creatures of the field feed on it. Return to us, O God Almighty. Look down from heaven and see. Watch over this vine, the root your right hand has planted, the sun you have raised up for yourself. Your vine is cut down. It is burned with fire. At your rebuke, your people perish. Let your hand rest on the man at your right hand, the son of man you have raised up for yourself. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us, and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord God Almighty. Make your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And as I said before, it was that refrain, Restore us, O Lord God Almighty, make your face shine upon us, that we may be saved. But as we went through that psalm, did you also notice those those bits that could be looking forward to Jesus, the uh, being brought out of Israel, the vine brought out of Israel. And then later on, let your hand rest on the man at your right hand, the son of man you have raised up for yourself. It's wonderful, isn't it? And our New Testament reading today comes from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs, and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus in the di from a distance, he ran and fell down on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the God, of the Most High God? Swear to God that you won't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, 
send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the evil spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about two thousand in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man, and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. Jesus was getting into the boat, and the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. So it's a fairly well-known episode, that one, isn't it, about the, the man possessed by evil spirits and what happened with the pigs. Uh, and for this morning, I, I, there were a, a few things that just occurred to me that, if you don't mind, I'd like to share with you. And actually, um, as they can tend to take centre stage, um, I'm not going to mention the pigs today, except to say perhaps they indicate that Jesus was in a Gentile area, as Jews wouldn't have uh, been herding pigs, would they? So the first thing... Um, Jesus has come across the lake, back in his homeland, some people were plotting against him. They refused to accept who he was. They refused to accept that he was the Son of God, that he was God's chosen one, the Messiah. And already some of the authorities were plotting how they could dispose of Jesus. And yet here in this possibly Gentile area, um, an evil spirit does recognise Jesus, does know who he is, and does recognise Jesus's um, overarching authority. It's interesting, isn't it? And the second thing that struck me is something that we meet really quite often, and that's Jesus breaking down barriers and taboos. The poor man who was possessed by the evil spirit had been living amongst the tombs, and certainly for the Jews that would have made him unclean. And yet that doesn't stop Jesus. He cuts across um, conventions. There's somebody in need. And the next thing that struck me was, uh, again, something we meet ever so often, transformation. It's worth, later on, having a look back at the passage. And have you ever seen those sort of advertising uh, 
photos that do a before and after picture. Have your bathroom renovated. Here's the before, here's the after, looking bright and new and shiny. Um, just look at what happens to the man who was possessed. The before, naked, dirty, unkempt. Obviously bearing the marks of his uh, time when they tried to tie him up. And then after his encounter with Jesus, he sits, dressed, clean, in his right mind. It's fantastic, isn't it? That when people meet Jesus, Jesus transforms their lives. And actually, if we look around, we see it still happening today. That Jesus transforms lives. Praise the Lord for that. And then there's a commissioning that comes after the transformation. And that they go together, don't they? Uh, a life is changed and the Lord has something for the person changed to do. He wanted to go with Jesus, to join him on his journey. But Jesus said no. And I think this was really, really challenging. Jesus said no. I want you to go back home and to spread the good news where you live. Can you imagine how people would have responded to this person that they'd known as being literally possessed? Out of his mind. And yet here he is now going to be talking about Jesus, talking about God and the effect he's had in his life. I wonder how many people came to faith in this area because of that. And my final thought, and I know I've had this thought before and we've mentioned it, is um, what job does the Lord have ready for us? It's something for us to think about, isn't it? And to pray about, and to seek guidance over. What does the Lord have ready for us? And it may be, as for this person, uh, spreading the word when the opportunity arises in our own area. I'll leave that with you for this moment. Amen. And so we come to our time for prayer. And as I say, I do apologise that I can't see um, all of the comments that are coming through. But please do post your prayers for others to share. What I'll do this morning is uh, just leave a space in the middle of our prayer time. When that can happen. So let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. 
sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low. And we'll just have a moment of silence now. So we thank you, Lord, that we've been able this morning to, to share our prayers, to bring them before you, knowing that in your time, you will answer them. It's a promise that, that is so encouraging that you always answer prayer. And so, Lord, we also uh, pray for things that are happening in the world. And as we've heard of uh, what's happened in Afghanistan, as uh, a new government is going to be formed, as the Taliban have declared that they are in control of the country. Lord, we pray for calm and for peace. We pray that there won't be any bloodshed. And we pray for the leaders of other nations in formulating their response to what has happened. And we pray for that um, effort to, to bring British citizens and other countries to get their citizens out of that uh, volatile situation. And Lord, we pray also for those places around the world that have been ravaged by fires and floods in America, in Italy in Greece, Turkey and Algeria. And Lord, we thank you for the, for the work that's been done by the emergency services in trying to bring relief. And we do pray, Lord, that these fires will die down. And pray too, Lord, for the people of Haiti following those two earthquakes over the last few days. And in all of these, Lord, we pray for those who have lost loved ones, those who have lost their possessions, those who are feeling lonely, lost, destitute. Pray for an international response to bring aid and to bring help, Lord. And in this country, we pray for those people who lost their lives in the shootings in Plymouth, towards the end of last week. And we pray for their families, Lord, and their friends. Pray for your comfort 
and your support through this really difficult, challenging time. And Lord, we pray for healing too, for those who are dear to us, those who are our friends, those that we know of who are in need of your healing at the moment. And so, Lord, may we rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning and for joining in with morning prayer. Don't forget it continues each morning this week. And so as we go out into this new week, uh, let's go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, 